This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living, folks. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Well, one of the things that makes Atlanta great is part of our music scene. And I have one of the performers here from part of Ray's band. Mm -hmm. She's a performer at Ray's on the River, is Gwen Hughes. And Gwen, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Belinda, so much. Yes, and you've performed at other locations around the city, but you perform mostly at Ray's on the River. Mm, Recently, that is the case. I've been um, in there for my dear friend, Jennifer Hansen, who has been running that band and booking the talent that works there for a long time so I really give credit to her but everybody in the band uh, are dear friends of mine so yeah so I know the music industry in Atlanta is very Mm close-knit very incestuous Mm -hmm. so everybody knows everyone and has worked with everyone at some point but uh, when I first met you it, it started me thinking about the the music industry as a whole in Atlanta, and especially um, bands and uh, performers that perform in restaurants. That's right. And those that do it successfully can really add to a restaurant. Now, I'm not talking about those that are at the barbecue restaurants that can just blare you out, and you're like, whoa, that's way too loud. I'm going <laughs> to sit outside on the balcony. Thank you very much. That's right. That's right. But... Um, you know, some have been around and are just institutions yes. at at those restaurants. Yes. Um, just to name a few, we have, of course, the the Rays on the River band, band which Rays has been one of its trademarks since its inception was to have the, the they he calls it like the Rat Pack Lounge. Oh. So he there's pictures of Sinatra and Dean Martin all over the wall, but the bands tend to play especially on the weekends much more sort of anything goes everything from sinatra and big bands all the way through you know uh taylor swift and megan trainer today so and you know Ray's has music has been part of its brand really since the beginning which i think is really cool and then we have um uh Vickmans, which mm-hmm. i i kind of new in Atlanta, isn't it? Yep, it's uh, down on Ralph McGill, and it was started by musicians. It's actually owned by musicians um, from a couple of guys from Yacht Rock Review. Oh, I love them. Yeah, and so that has really put it on the map because they perform there regularly, and that gets in uh, the, the millennial crowd, the younger crowd, but then the songs that they're playing are the songs that I grew up with in the 80s and early 90s, you know, uh-huh. soft rock. Oh, yeah. And uh, they really have created a brand for themselves there. And uh, now, Vikmans, they also serve food? They do. They serve great food. Okay. And, and I think that's part of, you know, we were talking earlier about, like, why does music persist in some locations and not in others successfully for a long period of time because it's a much longer list of restaurants that have tried music yeah and then it's no longer there um i pulled my band i pulled the Rays band uh last weekend when i knew i was going to be talking to you and i said what is it that you think makes it last in all of the restaurants that you've played 
because all these guys, I mean, collectively, we have like 1,000 years of experience performing <laughs> between us. Um, they said location. So in the case of Ray's, it's a beautiful location right. on the river. Right on the river. Beautiful inside bar area, candlelit, professional slick surface, great drinks. You're right there in front of the band. You can see each other. Um or location can also be another thing, uh, walking distance of where people live. That's the case of Eddie's Attic. That's the case of Venkman's, where people don't want to get in their cars anymore. Right. But there's a lot of living around there. Um, and what was the other? Tin Roof Cantina that I talked mentioned right. earlier. Mike Veals had a really long tenure there. Again, very nearby to all of those people who live in the North Druid Hills area. And he's playing classic rock, and they get to come in and feel a sense of community, which is another thing the band said. Location and community, a sense of, oh, I'm here uh, with all these other people who like good music and like to have a good time, and I'm so making requests. So you have something in common with the people around you. Um, yes. Yes, and so when you know when you come, that you become a regular because they're your family, you, right? And right. you all enjoy the same things. You're enjoying this band, so you guys have this camaraderie that's based around the music. And music has always been this really across language, across class, across racial background and everything. It's been something that brings people together. It's a bonding mechanism. And... Uh, You'd have to talk to a neuroscientist about why, but it just really brings people together and it makes them feel happy. But the third thing the guy said when I was polling them is the food. Right. You have to have good food. To you keep will not, around. I don't think any restaurant that has had music persist in it for a long period of time really is successful without having really good food that's and that's the case of a place even like eddie's attic which is definitely known as a music venue that mm -hmm. serves food but the food is good right same with venkman's people are not going to go and pay too much and have a, a lousy meal right know? well that that goes rottingham with city winery that just mm. opened mm -hmm. you have a great meal you can see a wonderful band national artists national artists that they're bringing in and the two just go perfectly hand in hand. I mean, they have master chefs in mm. there uh, preparing the food. Now, one of my pet peeves is it being so loud that I cannot talk to the person beside I me. I know. I feel the same way. I mean, I'm exactly the same way. Um, and, and you're the artist. I know. <laughs> There's supposed to be, somebody told me once, that there's this thing with the whole exposed ceiling and pipes and things and it being loud, that it gets your heart rate up a little bit. And that will make you eat and drink more. Because you're agitated? You're <laughs> agitated. And if you've ever noticed, if you've ever noticed that once you get a couple drinks in you, suddenly that volume isn't bothering you as much anymore. Right, because you're the one talking louder. <laughs> And then everyone's having to talk louder because you're talking louder. But don't, you know, that's not based. That's an right. anecdotal thing. So do you kind of read your audience as you're um, performing oh. on, on what's going over well? 
what types of things you need to play, not need to play, and what do you do if you have a a very mixed audience? You have some group of older, group of younger. How do you make everybody you, happy? I know that's a great question, and I think when you get to be a, a musician who is making a living, you really learn how to read an audience. You really just try to play everything. If you see like a very mixed demographic of every race, color, creed, and class, gender, you're going to throw all the spaghetti at the wall. You're going to try a little bit of everything and see who ends up listening. And in the case of the Rays band, I just think they do that so amazingly well because every kind of person comes to that restaurant because it's a destination point. Mm -hmm. It's a tourist attraction, right. almost. And uh, what these guys can pull out on a moment's notice for every kind of person that comes in is just thrilling to me. I need a cigarette afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? Did we really just go from Jimi Hendrix to Helen Reddy to Taylor Swift to yeah. Sinatra? I mean, did we really just do that? And then it's like, heck yeah, we did. <laughs> so what do you do if, I mean, you're all individual people um, and you're doing this as a, I assume, a second job? Mm. Most of us, no, actually, everybody in the, in the band. Is that that's their primary basically, job? Basically, yeah, it's their primary okay. job. Their so, spouse might work or they, you know, they might be a teacher, a music teacher, but everybody's okay. in music. Okay. So do you get together and practice? I mean, you have to know, if you're going to take requests, you have to know a, a little bit of everything. So what if you're thrown a curveball and somebody asks for some obscure song and the bass player says, you know what, I got this yeah. one. What do y'all try to follow along? Yeah, you do. <laughs> you actually do. Um, because most of the time people are going to ask for songs that one person in the band basically knows all the way through and if the bass player is actually a great one to know it because he's going to know how the chords are supposed okay. to go then because of all the mileage with all of these musicians they can hear that and they can adjust what they play to the chords that he's playing and seriously so, yeah and for it just to sound enough like the song for everybody to recognize it mm -hmm. it's but, amazing but Gwen, you as the vocalist are not. You're going to be like humming along, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I spend quite a lot of time finding it on Google and you know reading the lyrics. And I'm never going to say that I'll sing a song that I seriously don't know. But I have plenty of times had a request on the break. I'll say, Yeah, you got it. We'll do that in our next set. And I'll go out and listen to it on YouTube one time, looking at the lyrics and just plug it into my brain and come back in and sing and we'll do the song for the You're people. You're kidding me. Yeah, we can do it. Wow. Is there a song that every week somebody constantly requests that you're like, <gasps> not that again? I never want to say bad things about anybody. But, but what, you're not naming the person. You're naming the song. If I never sing the song at last again in my life. <laughs> 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 but 
people love it and it makes them so happy that yeah. it's okay. Okay, we are speaking with Gwen Hughes, local vocal talent that sings with the Rays Band um, here in Atlanta, Rays on the River. We're talking about the music scene in Atlanta. We're going to uh, take a few minutes to come back to you. We'll ask her more questions. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Now back to Belinda Skelton. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and we're talking about the music scene here in the Atlanta area and all the great restaurants and bars you can go to hear great music. And I'm speaking with Gwen Hughes, who is a local artist. Hear her a lot at uh, Rays on the River with the Rays Band. And Gwen, you have just released a CD. I sure did. After many, many years of releasing my own CDs and being out there performing, I finally got a record deal. Never say never. And uh, this is a label out of New York called Zoho. And we just did our release party at Eddie's Attic, speaking yeah. of, uh, on Wednesday night. And we're going to be doing, on September 12th, a release party in New York Oh, at Le Poisson Rouge, the well, Redfish. Your voice has been likened to that of Ella <laughs> and a lot of the other greats. I mean, how does that make you feel? Um, intimidated, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure I deserve that at all. But, you know, I'm just out there trying to... I, I've been... Here's the deal. You know, we're talking about restaurants and music. When you're playing in a successful restaurant band, the name of the game is versatility. And to be what the audience, whoever's in that room, needs you to be to for them to have a good time right. and keep eating and drinking. That can really steal from an artist knowing what their own voice is. Mm -hmm. And so it's taken me many years. I've been doing this a long time, 20 years or more. Uh, I do have my own voice with my singing, with my songwriting rather, and that has led to me Finally, I think, much later in life than I would have preferred, knowing what my voice is as a singer. But I still feel like I'm definitely much more hard to categorize than a lot of people out there. And it's simply because I've had to be so many things to so many people right. for so long. And I like that. Yes. Well, your CD, Native Land, um, People can find it online, I would assume. Absolutely, on iTunes and CD Baby. CD Baby and iTunes. Gwen Hughes, thank you so much and best of luck. Thank you, Belinda, and same to you. You're the best. You're listening to Atlanta Living, only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it.